Race you being a black racist is a real thing. Yeah, a, a black presence. No, black racist. <laughs> that's a real thing, but that's a whole different thing from just having white people that appreciate you. Okay. And rolling with white people sometimes. People think because if you roll with white people on certain occasions, <laughs> oh you yo you racist against your own people. No, uh, I've seen racist against your own people. Yeah. That's not it. <laughs> so what I'm seeing is. Sometimes it's better to have white friends than black friends. Now, some people will say, well, that's some racist shit. <laughs> but take a question came tonight. Um, I went down there to handle a few things. And, uh, hey, they called me down there. They welcomed me in. Uh, and the point was for me to get in and get out and go. But. They proceed to run up a hundred dollar tab <laughs> right. with me included. Anything, every time I was like, I'm about to walk out the door. They like, no, you not. Like yo, I don't have. No, I, I no, I do have a couple of black friends, but not many. But I can count on one or two fingers. <laughs> I mean, black friends. I got to say, you not leaving. Because the party ain't over, and the party goes to me. Yeah. Now, this is the difference. I have white friends to just do that. And I'm like, hey, I'm about to go. I have to do this, this, and that. And they're like, well, hey, the party ain't over, my friend. You're going to celebrate with us because this, 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 and that. Yeah. And then it gets to the point where they bought me a few drinks, and I say, okay, well, I have one more with y'all, and I pull out some money, and my money is no good there. Ain't no Not because good. I'm a slave, no. but because I ain't one of them. Yeah. Like, oh, no, you're you're here with us. Your money is no good. Your money is and no it's not good. offensive. No, they, like, they don't do it in an offensive way. No, like, they don't. They, like, put your poor money up. Nope. They don't do it like that. Like, no. Now, I have some white friends that make you feel like that. Well, I don't have none. No, but they're not even white friends. They're... They're associates. <laughs> I don't want to use the C word. But the C word. Associates. Yeah. Who, who will say, well, your money is not like ours. Oh, okay. But, but even though. And the irony in that situation that you're spending your money to have me here. <laughs> Where my money is good. Whatever. Now. That is like one out of all of the white people that I know that I deal with. Right. That's one out of a hundred. Because the other white people, when they say your money is no good, they mean it in a classy way. Like, hey, I asked you to come down here. Yeah, I appreciate your you. Your money is no good because you. if I didn't call you, you wouldn't be here. You, you wouldn't be here. Yep. I'll be trying to get people to <laughs> understand. Look, I had a, yeah, remember the one cat during the pandemic yeah, and shit? Exactly. And look, I tried to tell him about downtown clientele. It's versus, so different. Because the expectation is if I call you, be here. Yeah, exactly. The so other whatever, expectation is hey, I'm sorry I brought you out of your house. Would you like something? Only, be, only reason. Would you like some crustaceans? Only reason I ain't seeing my normal. <laughs> like, I ain't seeing my normal skyline. I see because of the fog. Yeah, but it's a heavy fog tonight. I was creepy. 
I had one of my associates who owns quite a bit of shit. Yeah. One of them is Lock Keepers. Another one is Marble Room yeah, Six. Yeah, you know I what mean? Marble we Marble Room too. We, exactly. We just kicking it right but, in the, that building that right there I can see. treatment though. Great. Very different. He made me Very feel different. like I read this shit. Well, last time I, last time is, I, last time I, last time I, treatment is, I'm sorry I bothered you. Last time I kicked it with him, was <laughs> that's on, the treatment. Last time I kicked it with him was, I'm sorry I bothered you, brethren. 2018, <laughs> and my birthday. But since you bothered to take the time to talk to me, how about a, 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 a scotch on the rocks or something, or uh, Wait, it's so me, different. He let me pour whatever the fuck I wanted. Because they feel like they bothered you. It was one of the most amazing like, experiences. I'm sorry for pulling you out of your bed. Do you understand that? And then I was I'm, already. I'm, I'm sorry that I interrupted whatever you was doing. Versus my own family calling me like, oh, you asleep? Wake the fuck up, nigga. <laughs> That's my family. Uh, we, my family came over. This is the difference. My family has come over to my house. And I'm talking about family. When I say to y'all people family, I'm talking about my first cousins. Family, family. My aunt's uh, children. Family, family. Have come over to my house and my girl be like, oh, he's sleep. And they just buzz in the room like sleep, sneak, wake up. This is my family. Wait. Now. I, and I'm, I would never do that to my cousins, honestly. I think it's very disrespectful. But I do kind of get it in the fact that you think you entitled because we are family. Yep. So. I didn't understand that. You it didn't understand it because I didn't ask you to understand it. Google. Hey, it wasn't for don't you, get Google. me started on Google, y'all. Hey, disable all y'all phones. You heard that? That was live. That was live on the live live. Google is listening. <laughs> but. <laughs> Maybe you over there trying to be nosy and shit. You ask me what I, I didn't understand. It. You weren't supposed to understand. You weren't supposed to understand that. The phones. You were some bullshit, Googie. I say that to like my, my, my cousins. I, I get it. And, and like, you know, we family. I understand. But it's still boundaries. Yep. Like, dude, if I'm, in, if I'm asleep, I'm asleep. It's certain lines I won't cross with my family. So why would you cross that with me? With me. Now, I deal with these people. Now, I say that to say that. Um, so say we run a, a, a textile business. Okay. So we running a textile business. And with my family, they have no boundaries. They just walk in whenever they want to. And then I deal with these white people on the textile business. That um, they... Respect my boundaries. They give me money when they mess up a deal. And I don't have, if they don't have I, uh, the materials that I need to make something, then they respect that and they say, okay, here's the cost to make up. I realized I put in an order and you didn't have the materials to make it. Yeah. And I'm going to make up for the materials. Yep. I can't get this from my own family. Yeah, but then my own family feels like I'm a turncoat because I deal with these people. I'm dealing with the business like people. I'm not dealing with blood that's thicker than water, but ain't. You need water to live. Listen, 
the money. You learned that the basics. It's, I don't care what blood is blood thicker than water. Thicker, yeah. <laughs> blood is thicker than water. Only in certain cases, Listen, you need water to live. You learned that in the basics. I don't care what blood is thicker than. What I know is that blood nor water buys anything. Shout out to Styles. Money does. Shout out to Styles P on that one, man. And that's the Blood truth. is thicker than water, only in certain cases. Yeah. You need water to live. You learn that in the basics. Basics. And you say. Flat the fuck out. And when I took, I'm you can live without family. Yeah. On some straight up shit. No, you can't. On some blood, you know, your blood shit, you know, but everybody acting funny. You distance yourself. You can love people from a distance. Acts funny. You can love people from a distance. I don't want to limit this to like black people. It happens with Jews. It happens with everybody. But family acts funny when they feel like they're entitled. Yep. But beyond the friends blood, do too. In the water. Friends what do I too. I know is that money. Money talks bullshit. Walks. We done said that for how many years? Huh. Now, when you dealing with family and they not turning up with the money, <laughs> who do you go to? You go to the people with the money. With the money. Whether you need an investment, whether you need to sell to somebody, whatever you need to do, wherever the money is at, is where you go. Yeah. You don't go with, but I don't, ain't nobody went with blood, nothing, or water. <laughs> money come from trees. They ain't got nothing to do with water or mother blood. <laughs> Hey, listen, you want to talk trees, then we can talk trees. You want to talk trees. Because <laughs> I don't give a fuck what blood is thicker than, and I don't give a fuck what water is thinner than. When it comes down to it, where's the bunny coming from? <laughs> it ain't coming from either one of those. That's what I be trying to tell my family. Yeah. Money ain't coming from either one of those. Money don't come from blood or water. Yeah, right. <laughs> from fucking trees. You want to talk trees? Let's talk trees. Well, let's talk trees again. <laughs> let's talk some goddamn anthropology. Fuck. Let's talk about the let's trees. Let's talk about some arbory. Past the trees. <laughs> let's talk about that then. Money heavy. don't come from blood or water. Nope. Man, you get passed out money through blood. When you talk about blood money, it's still coming from the trees. Yep. Because I was just about to bring that point up. Blood money is still coming from that. You ever, have you ever kicked it with a trust fund kid? Yes. They I are up in the heights. They are amazing to kick it with. You know why? Because they understand where their fucking source comes from. What's amazing about trust fund kids is that these are the realest people you will ever know. Yes. Why? Because trust fund kids don't give a fuck if you were, excuse my French, if you were a nigga, Jew, wop, spit, or whatever. They don't care about they that. They don't care nothing about that. A trust fund kid cares about where the next check is coming from. Yeah. Where's the money coming from? So if they can get you in. They don't. And a trust fund baby is the realest person you will know because they don't care about race, color, creed, ethnicity. They care about social economics. Yep. So if you can't help me get forward, then we're not cool. We, if you can, we'll be friends for life. Yep. That is how it goes with that. Because all I know is I have money. 
And if you can help me make money out of money, then you my friend for life. I know a lot of trust fund babies, and I tell you, they can give a shit less about race. Now, on the other hand, religion. I grew up in a, in a place where the Hebrew Academy is prevalent. Yeah. So I can tell you about people that don't care about money. They care about where it came from. Yeah. I can tell you about those people. I can tell you about people that say your money is no good here, not because... I am an all-giving person, but because you are beneath me. <laughs> and I don't care where your money came from. It's no good. Yeah. I grew up with people like that. That's the one thing I can say about the Heights is I grew up in diversity. And I grew up, even when I was blind about the shit, I grew up to realize that there is a set of people out there that care where your money came from. It's a set of people out there that don't care where your money came from. And it's a set of people out there that only care about what money you can give them and where it's going. You know what taught me about the power and levels of money? Getting into trouble being in this underground life sometimes. On some straight up shit. That I found out hindsight. I found out, look. For every real live crime you commit, there is a 24 to 48 hour window that if you don't produce the money to get out of that crime, you're going to be going through the real ringer like everybody else. If you come with that money. You know how prevalent money is? You come with that money. What you just said is so relevant because you can go murder a motherfucker. You can murder somebody. And they can give you a half million dollar bill. <laughs> now, if they don't figure it's a capital crime off the top. Right. Which a capital crime, they just going to hold you without no bill. <laughs> they figure, hey, it's a murder. We don't really know if he did it or not. Right. And they say your bill, bill is half a million dollars. <laughs> All you got to do is walk in the court of 500 grand and walk out there. <laughs> walk out now, you're a person of interest. <laughs> you are number one suspect. And if you got 500 grand, you can walk out that day. That day. This is how you know money is all relevant. You can be charged with murder. If it ain't capital, you can walk out that day. Only time, do you, did you realize that? I'm, yeah. And I'm going to drop a tip on y'all if y'all didn't know it or not. <laughs> Only time you can be held without bail is on capital. Yeah. <laughs> If they don't charge you with capital murder, you charge you with first degree, second degree, manslaughter, vehicular homicide, I don't care what other type of murder it is. You can walk out that day if you got the money. You got the money. Now, you have a person of interest. You can literally just walk out of jail and possibly do whatever you want if you got more money. But point being is, you can literally walk out of jail on murder charges. I got, Unless it's capital. I got caught up on some old white collar. <laughs> I got caught up on some white collar crime shit. Oh, oh white collar crime is the easiest to walk out on. You have to have the money. That's all it is. They have a 24 money. to 48 hour, win, hour window. You have a choice. You can come home to the money you have accumulated, or you can. Pay that shit up and grind and see a better day. I chose to grind and see a better day. Because 
That, that, was, that was more man. feasible. I'm gonna tell you what I did, America. I sold out on money. That was a that was more feasible for me at the time. That I was, sold was out on money, America. <laughs> I went in on some charges, and immediately I was told if I put up seven hundred dollars that day, I could file for expungement on those charges. Oh, he said seven hundred. Seven hundred that day. <laughs> Now, this is the funny thing because they don't expect just an average working man to have seven hundred dollars. <laughs> it's like a, it's a yeah, it's a, it's a like oh well, if you got seven hundred dollars right now, you can just file for expungement, and we'll put it in a court case. And two weeks later, when you come back, we'll, we'll decide then. It's done. They didn't think at that point. God bless pandemic at that point. They didn't think I had $700 to just go. Yeah. So they said, well, you can expunge this charge right now. I went to court. This is a true story, America. I go to court for pretrial. <laughs> In pretrial, they tell me I can expunge my felony charge right there and there with $700. Now, this is what they expect out of a black man. <laughs> What they expect out of a black man is I'm not giving you $700. I'm about to go buy a car. I'm about to do something else with this two grand I got in my pocket other than give you $700. And I said right then and there, I agree. I agree. I concur. <laughs> I will give you $750 <laughs> right now. Right now. I agree. And file the expungement. I'll give you $800. <laughs> Just to make I sure. I file the expungement on the spot. Before I even got sentenced for everything that I went through, my shit, my felony was already gone. Gone. No, it wasn't technically gone. What it was is all I had to do was go through the program. Yep. But it was set in motion that if I followed everything they said from this forth, I don't have no felony. Yeah. Probably the best $700 I ever spent. <laughs> because you know what I can get a job I can do this I don't have a it's not on my record yeah but they didn't they don't expect a black man to just being $700 off the top especially when those are the stipulations that's the stipulations and the stipulations is hey well yeah you pay the $700 but you do have to go to AA you do have to do this you do have to do that so there's a few things that you gotta do when you spend that $700 Kyrie Irving <laughs> Spend this half a meal. <laughs> come with this six step program. Absolutely and come with a program. That's and come with an apology gold. for something you didn't say. Yeah. Gold. Yeah. But you know what? Yeah. Yeah. Absolute gold. Yeah. But I can feel, I don't feel Kyrie owes a lot of shit. But what you just said, absolute gold. You that's, already what know that's, that's what they're doing. That's what they did. But I hey, they came real disrespectful. They did, but you know what? But you know what? I I don't think that the view off the topic, but you know what I find real disrespectful about that is that uh, what I find real disrespectful about that. I'm not a Kyrie fan. Let's put that out there. Okay, I'm not a Kyrie fan. See, I I actually went to one of his house parties before, so I seen Kyrie when he fucked up the Boston game. Kicking it at, I'm not going to even name the spot. But, um. No, name the spot. No, I can't do that. 
can't do that. But he kicked it all night long and they lost the game the next day by 50 points. Uh, now, if you do your research, you'll find out. Yeah, yeah, you'll find out. But not a Kyrie fan, but what I say about that is I am an advocate of what's right and what's wrong. In this case, I don't think Kyrie was wrong. He wasn't wrong at all. No. Oh, he did with Pulse of Link. That's what I say. I'm not a Kyrie fan. I'm not a hey, Kyrie. Is this, this, but I'm an advocate of what's right and what's wrong. And I will tell you this. What I find really crazy is that after all this is said and done, <laughs> they will make a movie about this or some type of 30 for 30, you know what I'm saying, and get more money off of it. Yeah. This is what I find disturbing. Yeah. Is that after you 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 run somebody's name through the mud, yep. then you'll take advantage of it by making a movie or a documentary or whatever and saying, well, I'm not saying I agree with him, but I think the story should be told. This is actually happening right now. Yeah, with a lot of different it will be, No, it's, it's going to be a 30 with 30. Oh, yeah, yeah. I, I read the whole shit where the dude that's making it is like, well, I don't agree with what he said, but I, the book, the whole book thing. Yeah. I don't agree with what he said, but I think the story should hey, be you told. You know what I said about that? With the whole book. I know about that book. It's not anti-Semitism in there. It's just bringing light to something that has been forgotten Listen, with a whole lot of other fucking I, I facts like this. of history. People say what they say, whether you agree with it or not. It's all kind of conspiracy theories out there. And But if you go turn around and say, well, I don't agree with what he said, but I'm about to make money off of it, then you just as shitty as you thought he was. You just as shitty as you thought he was or claimed that he was. If you're going to turn around and say, hey, I don't agree with what he said, but I'm about to put this story out there for money. Well, how are you better? You are no better than well, anything. Well, here's the whole thing about it. The individual that is responsible for producing that movie is black. Hmm? Number one. Number two, the source of advertisement for that book is who? Amazon. This is what I'm saying. The whole Amazon thing. Now get, we get into the whole thing. Who don't, who don't get no thing. smoke? Who don't get no now smoke? Now we get into the real thing. Now we get into the Amazon thing. Because yeah. Amazon is saying, hey, I'm not saying I agree with him, but uh, we feel like this is something that should be told and put out there. Okay. So now you about to just profit off of this shit? When you gonna run somebody's name through the mud, then you wanna profit off of it. For posting a link. All he did was post a link. He didn't have no commentary behind it. Like sometimes we do. And like I said, I'm not a Kyrie fan. I don't I understand. With a lot of stuff he said. But this instant, Kyrie is not wrong. He ain't wrong. Kanye ain't wrong either. I don't know what Kanye is right or wrong about anymore. He ain't wrong about. This specific shit we talk yes. about right here. Okay, this man. Okay, I can agree. He's with that. wrong about a whole lot of other shit, but he's not wrong about this, and that's what they hate. It's almost like it's exactly what I be saying. It's like you have individuals. That's what I say about accountability. Y'all rather sit up because of your fruits, you know, 
your benefits from the whole shit. Well, I wish I think people use them wrong because the trail speed wheels out here choking this coach out and shit. And then when you get banned, you talking about, I ain't got no money to feed my family. Well, motherfucker, you was getting $160,000 a check. I can't help you if you can't feed your family. Off of that. Off of that. And oh, you oh. choked your coach out. Yeah. Was, this, this, this is not that. But this is why I say so. People outside of our race this get it misconstrued. That. And they think, well, these 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 Negroes acting up again. And this this Kyrie case is not Negroes acting up. No, it's yet. not. And so you know, like I say, I'm not. This is that, I'm not I, a Kyrie person, is, like this, all like that. This is but that uncomfortable. Situation. I am going to defend what's right. This is that uncomfortable situation. Yes, it's very uncomfortable. But do you think they don't fudge numbers and everything? Yeah. Listen. I get backlash when I say things like this. I watch a lot of war documentaries. I watch a lot of shit about it. This is why I can drop gems on y'all sometimes. Because I watch all of this shit, and I watch it objectively. I watch the propaganda movies. I watch the ones that's not propaganda. I watch <laughs> the ones from other countries. and see how they view us. Now, when you tell somebody, oh, that day we killed 600, we killed 16... We killed 1,692 Japs that day. That is such a random number. How do you know you killed 1,692 Japs that day? It's funny. It's funny you brought up that. Because I I work with a brethren. I work with a brethren. And he said the whole uh, thank you for your services. What if your services were consisting of some of the fucking propaganda and the foul-ass shit. It's a lot of propaganda. The U.S. is not above propaganda. They we are ambassadors of it. <laughs> ambassadors. Ambassadors. When, Creators. When I watch propaganda from other countries. You think, how could they say this? How could they do this? But then you look at what the U.S. is doing. We're not above it either. No. I mean, I watched Korean videos where they told us that that American people eat embryos. Shit like that. Well, but that's propaganda. Well, let's go with the other but, one. But, I mean, America does quite the same shit. Look, look, let's let's <laughs> go know? with this split. <laughs> like, I'm at work today. Motherfucker had the audacity to talk that shit about uh, Trump supporters versus, that, you know, Looking like Trump supporters. So now we're talking about purely, regardless of what they want to say, Republicans versus Democrats. Democrats, by record, on paper, if you pay attention, are responsible for why black people are fucked up right now. Not it's Republicans. Democrats that were in office at the time. Because you got to remember. Not Republicans. What you got to remember when Reagan, Reagan is a totally different Republican from Lincoln. Huh. So this is why I tell people y'all get too wrapped up in parties. 
Exactly. What's going on is the issues at the time. Exactly. At the time Lincoln was around, the Republicans wanted to free slaves. Not because it was the right thing to do, but because they would lose, they were hemorrhaging money to the South. So the Republican Party at that time was for us. Yeah. Because they're hemorrhaging money by free labor. Yeah. We need to get rid of free labor in order to keep the North up with the South. Yeah. So at that time, the Republicans were us. Then you get a time where Reagan come in. Reagan is not for us. <laughs> so now you got to roll with the Democrats. Him or his broad. <laughs> yeah, so yeah, that's what I'm saying. People get wrapped up in parties. You got to get wrapped up in issues. Fuck the party. The party is what's going on at the moment. You got to get into the issues because Reaganomics, <laughs> listen, Lincoln was emancipation proclamation. We gonna get rid of this free labor. Reagan was like, we are going to make these niggas work for us. That's two different Republicans. <laughs> Trump was like, make America great again. Based on Bush was. Listen, it don't matter the party. Sometimes it better what's going on. Like when Bush came in, we already knew we were. I'm talking about Bush Jr. Yep. We already knew we was going to war. <laughs> Would you want the ketchup king or you want Bush? Like you, like we going to war no matter what. I'd rather take the warmonger. <laughs> I know we going to war no matter what. The ketchup king. That's what I'm saying. Sometimes you just got to look at what's on the plate. Listen, I'm not going with this little weekend. At that time, I forgot who <laughs> I, it was. I, I'll take Trump five times over before Jim Crow, uh, Jim Crow Joe. You know what I'm saying? And see, and that's the thing. <laughs> I'm just saying. No, and I get that. I really I'm do. I'm just saying. And my only issue with Trump is he, he just the vibe is so bad. He didn't do... No, he did not. We was already there. We was already he divided. This, look. He like, hey, we divided, let's roll with it. Hey, hey, look. <laughs> That's my only Trump thing. Trump like, paid man, for man. me and my people shit hands down just because I acknowledged the WrestleMania situation. I'm just saying, if I would have did... If I would have had the same situation with Jim Crow Joe... Or a motherfucking Barry. <laughs> what else I say? Because you know, who Clinton, yeah, yeah. they would not have this shit. Actually, it was Obama versus the Ketchup King, which is they would have this shit. I'm like nigga, I need, I don't need the Ketchup King. Trump came in there and said he did exactly what he said he was gonna do, and he did it. He did. He did. I'm sick of people okay. acting like just because he revved up the. I was the, okay with it. Just, just because he revved up. The Klansman's daughters and wives and husbands. Yeah, I don't care. I don't care about that. You know, I don't care but about that. But you can't take back what we did. Like, when he was sitting there, it wasn't about a race war. It wasn't. They made but it that. Once Defeated to us. he was sitting there, now we got something different to continue. Man, they made it that shit. The thing he committed the most, the worst thing he did, 
They don't even want to talk about the boast. He, com he committed treason right before their very eyes and said he was going to do it. This Not in that way. No. Now, this is what I also know is that I think the worst thing he did was this is why I think the worst thing he did was get a Twitter account. Let's cover a whole <laughs> get a Twitter yeah, account. That's where I'm going. How many presidents this is where I'm going. was all the way on social media? I think the worst thing he shit did, off. The worst thing he did was not listen to his advisors. Actually he did. They didn't, they didn't make sense. They didn't make sense to him. He is a public relations nightmare. They told him to get off of Twitter. They told him to do this. They did whatever, but he they they should have known he was already on that. So how do you give advice to somebody? That's like well, that's you like got tell, hired for that's like telling them. But Jonathan, if you listen, <laughs> so which means you all puppets. And y'all got hired for nothing. That's like because you telling me to do this, and I'm saying fuck you. I'm gonna do what I'm gonna do. That's like telling the weed smoker, "Hey man, man don't. you need to back up this butt." But that's <laughs> like telling you know what it's like. It's like telling a drug dealer. And I've been through this in my lifetime. It's like telling a drug dealer vice night is on Tuesdays and Thursdays, and you still get arrested on a Tuesday, Tuesday or a Thursday. Thursday. Yeah. How and motherfucker, I keep telling you that's vice night. And you still went to jail. You didn't go to jail on a Wednesday or a Sunday. <laughs> you, you went to jail on a Tuesday, Tuesday or a Thursday. Thursday. That's what that's like to be. <laughs> yes. It's like, hey, we keep telling you, and you just, you gonna go to jail on a vice night. <laughs> you going to you jail. are the worst public relations nightmare we have ever faced. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm telling about if I was in this campaign he, corner, he over there I would actually just tell him, like, hey, you are the worst. Public relations nightmare. I've and you know finished. why? Because he was over there popping shit to the Korean. Yeah, popping shit to everybody. But he was popping shit to that Korean cat. That hey, are you that, 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 that likes to show up. This brings me to, to my any other challenge. This brings me to my other. <laughs> like you over here talking that, shit to hey, Jung? Listen, <laughs> no. That brings me to my other. Point like, don't is, talk shit to him. All these other motherfuckers do when they could win the way they could. You think Bush was gonna go up against Saddam if he couldn't win? You think Obama was going to try to find Osama if he couldn't win? After they just was cheers he and wine. They was just clinking wine. They knew they going to win. Trump is going up against a motherfucker that will fuck you up. He will fuck you up. You not realizing who you're fucking with at this point. You over there popping shit. All these past presidents wouldn't even fuck with him. <laughs> you over here <laughs> yeah. antagonizing his ass That's on Twitter. That's the type of shit I be talking about when Trump is like, hey, I don't think you really know who you fucking with. Actually, like, this dude killed his own people. It, it, look, <laughs> like, you know why Trump was fucking with him? Because Trump, like, He's look, a white man. No, 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 no. No, no, not just that. Here's the second most important part. Trump, <laughs> being who he is, knew exactly all that fancy power, fancy nigga shit. That we ready for a motherfucker Man. like him. Yeah. So Trump like, <laughs> well, yeah, go ahead. But Trump, we know we know your track the, record. This is shit, no, we know your track you, record. You pulling but your whole fuck you card, your card ass ways. You're pulling your whole card though in the game. <laughs> who's the Who's the smartest man in gambling ever? Hey, America! I want you to answer this trivia question: Who is the smartest man in gambling ever? <laughs> gambling. The smartest gambler ever. 
Kenny Rogers. <laughs> Kenny <laughs> Rogers told every gambler in this motherfucking you world what you need to do. <laughs> You got to know when to hold them. You got to know when to fold them. You got to know when to walk away. And you got to know when to run. <laughs> and Kenny Rogers ain't lay that shit out there for y'all. And you ain't listening. Kenny Rogers told every gambler in America what the fuck you got to do to win. <laughs> Trump didn't listen. <laughs> Trump said he's so <laughs> Every puppet ass president we'd have never had listened to Kenny Rogers. Trump you said, got no win holding Trump up. said, I don't like Kenny Rogers. Exactly. I like the motherfucker. I Trump like said, every puppet ass president we done ever had in America. Trump was like, to Kenny Rogers. Trump was like, man, fuck Kenny fuck Rogers. I like Johnny. I'm about to drop K. my hair now. I like Johnny motherfucker. I'm telling you, Kenny Rogers is the smartest gambling man ever because he told you. Everything you need to know. What, you got to know where to hold them. What, what, what was what? Know where to fold them. What was it, Johnny? Johnny? <laughs> uh, uh, oh, he's talking about Johnny Cash. Yeah. That was Trump. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. He, thought, he went into a ring of fire. <laughs> I fell, fell to a burning ring of fire. <laughs> and it burned, burned, burned. Johnny Cash. The ring of fire. <laughs> Trump was the Johnny Cash. Everybody you, else was the motherfucking Kenny, Kenny Rogers. Kenny Rogers told them everything they need to know. No. You got no one to hold them. You got no, no one, one to fold them. No one to walk away and no one to fucking run. <laughs> you never count your money. When you're sitting at the table, there'll be time enough for counting when the deal is done. Now, if you don't listen to this white Kentucky-ass great beard motherfucker, then you a fool. You better, you better <laughs> sip some Jack Daniels while you do it. I, I will go into Jack's Casino today and that'd be the song in my head. Why <laughs> <Bye> too? Because <laughs> he told you. He laid it out for you. These are the rules of gambling. Because as soon as I lose my 25, I'm out. I'm out this bitch. You got to know where to walk away. You know when to run. And don't count your money at the table, which is a thing that Trump tends to do. He count his money at the table like, man, we got these guards. We got these guards. I got aces. The fuck y'all got? He count his money at the table all the time. Never count your money at the table. It be time enough count when the deal is done. <laughs> you didn't listen to Kenny. <laughs> you didn't listen to Kenny. <laughs> that was it. Every puppet ass president we ever had know that song. I'm fucking done. <laughs> yeah, we must sign even, off, yo. Even Ross Perot do that shit. <laughs> he he wasn't even president. We hey yo. <laughs> this episode is officially done. <laughs> we are signing off right the fuck now. I'm sorry. <laughs> y'all understand? I'm just saying. Now y'all understand what I did with the Y'all understand what I did with the branches, man. We are not having this shit right here. I'm signing off right now. Because this is some shit that I don't even like to get involved in. But I have to get involved in. Because I understand. <laughs> I'm I not, understand. I'm not left ring, white ring, anything. I'm just telling you all the truth. This all started from That's understanding all. the difference in people and human dynamics. That's yeah. what it comes down to, I'm y'all. Telling, I'm telling you the, 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 the gist. I'm 
of all of this to sum it all up. Not the not to this. It's not about Democrat, Republican, right wing, left wing. It's about the truth. It's about the truth. If you refuse to accept the truth, you will constantly be a fucking goof. Simple as that. Hey, no, we can sign up, but I want to talk to you about some shit about a thing that I seen about a coup when Roosevelt was in office. Did you watch Amsterdam yet? No. Watch Amsterdam. Where is that? Is it HBO? I don't know. One of them. I think it's on HBO. Okay. But yeah, signing up, yo. But hey, if y'all haven't watched Amsterdam, watch Amsterdam. Watch Amsterdam. That's what you're telling me. I I I hip. I want to go to Amsterdam. But it's but funny how these I things go there. happen. No, but it this uh that's all metaphor though about the name of the movie. But the whole thing was about they avoided a coup in America that where they tried to turn America Nazi before the war even happened. Yeah. Before China got invaded. We talked oh, like nineteen thirty three. Oh they, 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 they tried to stage a coup in America. You speaking of uh, 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 America, you know what time in America they don't like it when talking about? Between the 1300s <laughs> to the 1900s. Well, yeah. I know black people don't like that time. <laughs> <laughs> but it's a lot of other people that don't like that. Like Quakers, hell, Dorse, the Vikings don't like that time because they got all their thunder stove. <laughs> I'm the, you know what? Now yeah, we the, the Vikings. <laughs> they, they, Columbus stole all their thunder. They had been here several times. Columbus come over here like it's a new world. Like it's like shit. We've been over here for centuries. <laughs> like, centuries. Yeah. What the fuck are you talking about? It's a new world. <laughs> <laughs> this is this is the real life historian, y'all. Meet him, understand him, and fucking respect him. Ask Life Erickson about Christopher Columbus. I bet you Life Erickson will whoop his ass. <laughs> I whoop his ass. Like motherfucker, I've been over here. <laughs> I'll whoop his ass. Fuck you in Plymouth Rock, all of that shit. <laughs> I was over here doing trade. <laughs> hey, they managed to do good trade. They ain't slaughtered nobody. They ain't had no smallpox blankets or nothing. They came over here, got what they needed. They went back to Northland. They in Valhalla celebrating. I ain't dealing with this guy. <laughs> like, hey, that's hey, like, yo, hey, look. Ask Erickson about that. Hey, look. Hey, look. Hey, yo. This is episode 149. <laughs> Guess what? <laughs> we didn't land on Plymouth Rock. Plymouth Rock landed on us. <laughs> That's real. Sign out. <laughs> That's real, y'all. <laughs> you know it. You know what the truth is. <laughs> I, can't, I, can't, I can't fucking deal with all my mama class shit. Y'all don't understand. This is the Real Live Talk podcast platform, radio show. This is Real Live Talk with I Brethren DJ J88 Keys right here. Y'all ain't heard no music. We don't need none. <laughs> we don't need no, none. This is real this talk. Is, my, man, my man came in on Swan, and I just let him, let him go ahead and do his thing. <laughs> so this is, this is what it is. This is episode one fucking forty eight, season three, on the Real Life Talk podcast.
Quite for a radio show, man. Episode 149 gonna be in like 20 minutes. Man, look. <laughs> Cause I ain't done. <laughs> he ain't done one bit. <laughs> he just get warmed up. That was a fucking... <laughs> Y'all even understand. So it is what it is. Y'all be well. Do uh, your thing. What's episode 149 is next? Yeah, that would be okay, next. so listen, y'all. Episode 149, I'm gonna tell y'all how people should be allowed to just walk into the place of employment and buy a gun and shoot everybody up. <laughs> so that's episode 149. Like, you should never be allowed to buy a gun where you work at on lunch break. You can't, you ain't allowed to drink at the spot where you were, where you were on lunch break. But so, you can go in there and buy a gun on your lunch break. Yeah. yeah. 149, y'all. <laughs> 149, y'all. <laughs> <laughs> what you yeah. eating for lunch? Bullets? <laughs> Bullets. <laughs> what you gonna do for lunch? I'm gonna get an AK. Yeah, 149. <laughs> Y'all be well, man.